Hey there, this is a Shortlist podcast on iTunes, Omni or whatever platform you listen to your potties on. We usually hang out with you from 4pm every Sunday on Sin 90.7. However, we're taking all our bits and pieces and popping them online for your convenience. We are Gloria and Ro and we're here to introduce you to all your new favourite artists. Hell yeah we are. We're digging into the inspirations, motivations and stories behind the bands on the way up. So come along for the ride. It's great to have you here. The Shortlist on Sin, where we introduce you to the next big thing. Geneva is just rushing down into the studio right now. Very excited. (laughs) I've just been scrambling, telling everyone all the things that I know about you so far. Let's turn these mics on. Right, we are let's... just got a bit of cardio done there. Oh my goodness! Good job, guys. <laughs> Have a nice spring. I've just been sitting here getting having mouth cardio. I think. <laughs> oh <my laughs> I was like, what do I say next? What do oh I do? <laughs> I was about to play another song as you came down, actually, because I was all out of words. But very exciting. Hi. Thank you for coming and hanging out with us. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, I was just saying, I haven't done that much cardio in a very long time. <laughs> well, neither have I. So, well, there you go. You're all worked out for the next month oh, at least. I think so. Now I can just chill out. It's funny. We were just like playing the the phone tag, and I'm just like, okay, I'm here. And she's like, oh, where? I talked to so many people. The green going, slime. I just need to get to the green slime. Like, oh. <laughs> yes, but we're here. And Geneva got to the green slime, and <laughs> she's go. right here in the Sin Studios right now. <laughs> and we are so happy to have her. Here. Oh, I'm so happy to have you because I was waffling on. <laughs> oh, live radio, isn't it right. great? Thank you, everyone, for sticking with me, though, if you just listen to that that waffle. But, uh, Geneva, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about you now. So yes. uh, have you have you caught your breath? Is... I think so. Okay. <laughs> I think. All right. Okay, just breathe in <laughs> and out. Beautiful. Oh. And let's do a radio show. Okay, perfect. <laughs> cool. So you are killing it right now. You are doing so many things. It's it's kind of hard to keep track, to be honest. Oh, my goodness. No, it's, um, yeah, it's, a, it's a, been a kind of a crazy time. Just starting to release my own stuff and do some shows. Um, I had my, yeah, first live show last night. Wow. Um, yeah, so I've just been writing heaps and just trying to, you know, get everything out there as much as I can. Yeah, that show was with Running Touch, who I was just telling everyone is one of my favourite um, oh, local artists. Absolutely yeah. think he is like the bee's knees. Um, <laughs> so how, how was the show? Oh, goodness me. He is so just humble and lovely and so talented. I mean, he absolutely killed it last night. And also, Sachi was there supporting as well. Um, yeah, but it was so much fun. It's the first time I got to show people my music. And, you know, my own live show. So it was a really, really cool experience. And, you know, just being able to share everything with everyone was really, really fun. Yeah, totally. I mean, you're no stranger to playing live at all, though. I mean, you are kind of like the go-to vocalist when it comes to a lot of our local electronic musicians. Like, you're on tour with LDRU. You've also jumped up with Cosmos Midnight as well. Uh, uh, no, we no. um at, at listen. No, no, well, at, at listen out. We were always we would always play after Cosmos Midnight. Right. So There's so many of my videos were backstage, <laughs> just yeah. stalking them because I'm very obsessed with those two. <laughs> They're so cool, and so I just like sneakily film them, which would probably give the impression that I was about to get out with them but no we always just played straight after their sets um but yeah so touring with Drew has been crazy I was at work I run functions at a I run events sorry at a function center on the side as well as music (laughs) but anyway so I was there just running a function right and I get a call from my manager and he goes oh do you know the song keeping score and I go 
oh, yeah, like I've heard it on the radio, you know, I love that song. And he goes, can you just sing it into your phone right now? And I was like, Kev, I'm at work. I'm, I can't do this right now. And I said, I need to learn the exact words because, you know, I love the song but didn't know the exact words. And he goes, no, no, I need you to sing it into your phone right now. So I'm going, okay, okay. And I go into my car and I just told work, I'm like, oh, I just have to go for five minutes run to my car, I'm like listening to the song, trying to learn everything, singing into my phone, and then I got a message back saying, cool, you're on tour with LDIU. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I was like, what? Oh my goodness, what is happening? I went back into work going, what, <laughs> what do you even mean? He's like, I'll tell you the details later. Um, so yeah, that was a crazy time. But yeah, ever since that, we've just been jumping out, doing the festivals with him, seeing Keeping Score. And um, yeah, it's been a really great experience seeing in front of his audiences because he's got a massive following at the moment. He's doing so well. Well, that, of yeah. course, included Falls, which is ridiculous that you're saying, oh, like, I debuted, like, last night live at the Corn Hotel, but I've already played at Falls. Like, oh, my goodness. Like, it was a, I had never been to Falls, and it was a dream of mine just to attend because at the function centre that I work at, we always have a New Year's event, so we're always working every New Year's. And so when I got the call to say, oh, would you be free for, you know, December, I'm going, Ooh. I actually just started crying because I've always wanted to go to Falls, let alone to be able to sing there. It was just an amazing experience. And pretty much the whole tour was just me stalking everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I would just kind of quietly sit there and, you know, try and act cool, but just film people. And <laughs> No, but you try and, uh, you know, create as many um, contacts as you can and just talk yeah. to people and you learn so much you know, backstage and things like that. I saw um, Chance the Rapper does yoga before he performs. So he was just there doing yoga and here's me just sitting there in the back corner just filming like a creep going, there's Chance the Rapper doing yoga. Oh, my God. Your Snapchat would have been going off that week. Oh, it was ridiculous. And people were just like, okay, Geneva, you need to stop being creepy. Um, But you have to do it if you're in that situation, I feel. It's incredible. <laughs> I kind of want to dig into, I guess, how you started off in music. So when yeah. we look into it, you come from a really musical family. I mean, you know, your grandma has worked as a, as a singer, a grandfather who's a big music lover and a big influence on you as well. And um, having both your parents as being performers at some stage as well. Is Was music always kind of, did always like run in the family? Was it in your blood? Oh my goodness. Growing up, we would always have music on. It was just, I mean, my parents, my mum's a singer and my dad was a drummer, so they would just have rehearsals when I was growing up and I'd just sit there and be the annoying two-year-old just kind of <laughs> running around. Mum also had a school of entertainment where they would teach, like, singing, dancing and acting and dad have other teachers and things, so I would just go and just join in after school in every class, even though I was so small and probably very annoying, but I'd just <laughs> like to pretend like I was, like, the older people, you know? And, yeah, no, I'm so lucky to be surrounded by music and to have grown up with that. I mean, my pa, my nan and pa love jazz and soul and, um, yeah, throughout the house we always listen to Earth, Wind and Fire. Michael Jackson was on repeat all the time. So, yeah, it's just kind of been there all the time. Yeah, that's awesome. And um, when did you kind of have the moment where, you know, music was going well for you and it kind of progressed from more into a hobby into more of a career like when do you feel like there was like a pivotal moment where that happened yeah well I guess I've always I've never seen myself doing anything else because I've always been surrounded by it but I guess when I started songwriting a little bit more I was kind of going this is really fun and I think that you know you may as well give it a go um you never know unless you don't try so I was kind of um top lining for some people and you know writing more of my own stuff and we just decided let's just put out a single let's just do it why not you know um so yeah and then we put out you and I as the first one and 
yeah, we'll just see what happens from here, I guess. Awesome, because so clubbing is has been a big part of, I guess, your musical journey so far. Before your single, writing with other people and performing oh, on other tracks. I thought you said clubbing. Oh, clubbing! Yes, oh, I just go out to the clubs as part of my career. Oh my goodness! I'm like, wait, where did they read that? Seen to Debra and all the. Just been going through um club pics, <laughs> yeah. just like spotting your face out. You every single one. Find the booth every time. <laughs> oh. Clubbing. Sorry, my uh, speech real bad. <laughs> It's so funny because it's so opposite to what I'm always like a hobbit in my room. And so it's just funny to be like, yeah, I'd be in the class all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, teaming up, teaming up with people, uh, a big part of your career so far. Has, is it a fine balance, I suppose, you kind of going from working on other people's tracks, writing for other people to what you're doing as a solo artist yourself? Yeah, you definitely have to um, divide your time up to be like, okay, I'm going to spend this amount of time on what I'm doing. I'm going to be collabing with these people. But whoever you collaborate with, you always learn something. So I'm always either getting trying to get production tips. Um, some people give vocal tips. You know, you exchange vo- uh, just music references and you just learn so much about each other. And I feel like you always grow with whoever you collaborate with. So I love collaboration. And, you know, the more people you have, the more different ideas you have to bring to the table. So, um yeah, I definitely find that it's helped me develop working with other people to kind of get more skills to then put the best into my own work, if that makes sense. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, I kind of want to, like, this is, oh, I, I can't think of a good way to, like, say this, but how were you discovered? <laughs> how was I discovered? <laughs> like, you know, you know, how did you kind of, see, I told you it was a terrible no, way. No, 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 I get it. exactly what you mean. <laughs> like, how did you come to, like, collaborate with, um, you know, start working with your manager and, like, start working with all these different artists? Like, what was the process like? So, I, yeah, so I, I started off in a soul band, right? And then when you get kicked out at the end of year 12 from this soul band. So it's a school-based band, shall I say. And then I was like, okay, I want to see what I can do by myself. So then I just bought Logic and my computer and I thought, how about I just try and produce some things myself and get my own song ideas down because I really enjoyed it. So I just started making covers and putting them up on SoundCloud and the production's horrible. (laughs) It's really, really bad. But I was just putting it up there going, "Eh, I'll just put it up, you know. And so um, a guy called Gavin Parry, he is one half of Yes You. I don't know if you guys heard of Yes You. Yeah, so he accidentally clicked on my SoundCloud. So he he does vocal at A&R, so he's always looking for different vocalists and things like that. And he was looking at someone's SoundCloud page and they had liked one of my covers and so it just came up and he just said to me that he accidentally clicked on it and started playing and he was like, oh, you know, I like the sound of this. And then he just messaged me on SoundCloud and, yeah, I, I, I was quite hesitant to start off with. I'm going, who is this guy <laughs> online, you know? And then it just turns out, so he was from Brisbane at the time and I just happened to be going to Brisbane the next week for a family wedding and seeing our family up there. So it was just kind of was a coincidence that I'm going all right, well, maybe we could meet up when I'm actually in Brisbane. I can see you face to face. And my parents dropped me off. And they were so, mum was like, you better not be a creep and blah, blah, blah. And so they're dropping in there, like, watching me pretty much with binoculars <laughs> as we had this meeting. And, you know, Gav is the most lovely person. He's so passionate about music. And it was kind of, we just had this connection from there. And then, yeah, so I signed with him a few months later. And he's been really great with, um, you know, helping me develop my own skills and, um the connection between collaborating with different people and things like that. So, yeah. 
good old Gav. <laughs> Classic Gav. I have seen some of the uh, messages that come into SoundCloud inboxes, so I can understand <laughs> well, where like, I mean. the, you, the you risk You kind of read it and you go, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but, you know, I guess I feel like things happen for a reason and, you know, it's just kind of... It just kind of turned out that way that I just happened to be... If I wasn't going to Brisbane that weekend, I would never have met him slash took took the offer kind of seriously. So, yeah. Yeah. Beautiful workings of fate. Yes. Indeed. Absolutely. Um, I kind of want to talk about another collaboration that you did. So you partnered up with London uh, Topaz um, for one of their singles uh, a little while back. And uh, you jumped on the vocals, which is pretty cool. Uh, Tell us a little bit about you know, the production process with that one. Yeah, so I, so that was a, a, a top line situation where I was looking for vocalists and I heard the track straight away and just thought, there's something really pretty about this. I don't know, you just, you hear certain tracks and sometimes you go, nah, I just mm-hmm. don't feel anything with this. But I heard London Topaz's track and all these melodies and lyrics just came straight away. It felt like it was really easy and it was kind of meant to be. And um, yeah, I just jammed on it and sent it back and he was like, yeah. <laughs> nice. I, I like it, I want to use it and yeah, that was a really fun fun track to work on because it just kind of fell into place quite easily and um, and he's amazing, he's you know on the rise at the moment, so there's one to watch out for he actually supported London uh, running Touch 2 last okay. week and uh, yeah so that was a really fun track to do getting the whole fam together with Running Touch yes, <laughs> yes. He's, he's bringing everyone together <laughs> On the topic of collaboration, we've talked about it a lot, obviously, because you're such a prolific collaborator. Um, but you, there's an artist which has recently released an EP called Dugong Junior, and you wrote a track for it. Yes, yes. So uh, Dylan is, oh, I love his production so much. It's so lush. Everything he does is so lush. And when I got the chance to kind of jump in the studio with him, I was so excited because, you know, I just had no idea what was going to turn out. And... I loved everything he was playing. You know, we started making around with some ideas and things like that. And, yeah, we wrote Lights Out. And um, I, I just think it's such a fun slow jam, that kind of sexy, lush, kind of, oh, just R&B kind of style jam. So um, it was really fun, really fun to work with him. And I think the other tracks on his EP are amazing. So, so cool. And he's doing really, really well. He's just done a tour as well. And, um, yeah, really cool to work with him. Yeah, cool. We were just kind of talking a little bit about uh, how you've, I guess you've got such a variety now as a vocalist, like you've worked on like some house tracks, even though you, you know, it wasn't something that you'd really expected. And especially coming from a soul background, like is it important to you to like keep kind of refining all these different genres, which you have the ability to sing as? Oh, it's the fun of it. You get to go, okay, how can I, you know, use my the skills that I have to try and adapt to different genres and um I mean I feel like the common thread is always there like my voice is always going to sound like Geneva but you know it's fun to try and develop and um find the perfect fit it's kind of like a puzzle you got to find the exact thing that's going to fit on that particular track and you always kind of surprise yourself with what with what comes out so yeah it's a really fun process Definitely. I love harmony so much, and I think that comes from being in a soul band, being a lead singer and a backing vocalist, so there's always going to be harmonies in there. Um, it's always going to be packed out, but, yeah. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. You laughed. <laughs> you laughed and then I laughed. That was like a supportive laugh. That wasn't like a I'm laughing at you. And, yeah. 
<laughs> that's that's it. That was a we're having a fun time. <laughs> we are having a fun time, right? Okay, guys. Yeah. Absolutely. We are. <laughs> Hanging out with my friend I made in mentoring. Isn't yes. That nice. Yes. So a bit of backstory for our lovely listeners. Myself and Geneva were in the same mentoring class last year. Oh, Yay. we were. It was so fun. It was. Shout out to Mel. Like oh. Oh. Yeah, Mel, Amazing. the push, everything, just every like every single person and every single thing which is involved in that organisation is just so special and so wonderful. And we, especially Victoria, being that it's like a Victorian-only government initiative, yeah. we're so lucky to have that. Oh, so lucky. You meet so many other cool creatives, just talented people that inspire you, push you, you get to work with different people. Like we're sitting in the same room now, yeah. which is so, <laughs> so cool. So yeah, so grateful to be part of that program. Shout out to Mel, 100%. Shout out to Mel. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going to send this to her. Yes. Should have told her. I know. She would love that. Yeah. I, did, oh. I forgot to, like, we should have. So, like, as each mentee class has, like, a Facebook group where we all just, like, kind of post and stuff like that. Should have posted it. Should have posted didn't. it. Look, we can always back post. Exactly. We can always Change do that. that. It's, it's going up as a podcast here to be forever on the internet. <laughs> Just fill her in. Good plug. Tap the link up. <laughs> Love it. Uh, speaking of clubs, I wanted to talk a little bit more about your debut single because, of course, we've been speaking about all these uh, tracks that you have been writing on and singing on. Yeah. But we want to talk about your song, You and I. Now, that one started out as a top liner as well. Yeah, yeah. So there's an amazing producer called Akuo who comes from Tasmania. And he – it was actually – one of the first kind of top lining experiences that I had was what Gav sent me from Akuo, this guy called Akuo, and there's a few tracks in there. And something about his production, I just get so many ideas from his melodic lines, his beats. Uh, yeah, so I ended up top lining about four or five of his tracks. I was just having so much fun. One of them being You and I, and uh, we went, I kind of really like this song I feel like I can you know explore a little bit more on this track so um, playing around with it uh, another producer called Gia Lee heard it and said that he had some ideas for it you know to kind of give it that other kind of more electronic elements and uh, yeah he had to play around with it and added in crazy gun sounds you can hear all these um, yeah other synths underneath the triplets in the chorus and things like that and kind of just added another element to the song which we all loved and so it's kind of input from all three of us um yeah to bring it to what it is today so it was a really fun and like you said I love collaboration so the first one of course is with like three people and all of our (laughs) ideas like smacked together in this pop song uh yeah so it was super fun yeah awesome that really kind of like speaks to the community element especially of like the Australian music scene as well like it almost seems just like everyone is kind of all in the same boat and all working to kind of better one another yeah of course yeah it's um like I said you always get different ideas the more people that you have working on it and I mean I couldn't have come up with the production of you and I on my own you know So it's, um yeah, no, it's so, so great getting ideas from all different types of people and musicians and you just learn so much. I think it really speaks to the current brilliance of the Australian music industry and in that like producers and artists from all around the world now can work together so easily and create all these uh, incredibly brilliant things from all their mixed skills, whereas you wouldn't have been able to do that even like a few years ago. So, uh, online know, collaboration really is you know, massive the now. Dropbox collab. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, Google half the time you collab. don't even have to meet the people before it's it's put out, you know, because you can just online emails, you know, sending sessions over, all that kind of thing. So it just, 
you know, makes the gap closer in terms of working with international artists or things like that. So, and, yeah. and looking into the future, are you allowed to talk about any other things you might have in the pipe works? Yeah, well, I'm, at the moment I'm just writing a lot. So um, we're working towards an EP uh, hopefully before the end of the year. But, um, yeah, just writing a lot for other people, um, working towards the EP. Like I said, we've just got the live show up and running, so hopefully we'll be doing some more shows and things like that. Um, yeah, I don't want to give too much away. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's an exciting time to just get some more music out. I mean, I've only had my first release so far as just Geneva. So, yeah, I'm excited to share with everyone what I've been working on, definitely. Totally. Well, Geneva, thanks so much for taking the time to have a chat with us today. It's been an absolute pleasure having you here. Thank you guys so, so much. I'm sorry I came in panting. It's all good. Oh, no. Running. <laughs> that is some character good. to the side of the show, really. Absolutely. Oh, a bit of adrenaline. You know? No, it's, it's been so much fun. Thank you so much. And now, here's Geneva's You and I in full. Thanks for listening to The Shortlist. We didn't have to say a word. You don't need the words to speak when you're falling deep. Unexplainable connections, but it was love without direction. Oh, oh, oh. I was captivated by the mystery. Do you still think of me? Every night You and I